Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Can I just say something really weird? Mm-hmm. Guess what's happened? Oh, my teeth have gone together. They grew together. You don't have a gap between your teeth. Do you see a gap between my teeth? We're on Zoom. I don't. No. That's on you. But you know I have a gap between my teeth, right? Have you noticed my gap between my teeth before? Never. Never. Oh, well, (laughs) then the story is mute. (laughs) Cut that shit out, Sammy! Hello everybody, my name is Annette Genevieve Stelliano and I'm joined today by the lovely Yvette Justice-Jones and this no, is Cheek Street. No, Welcome. No. Do you like that? Yvette, that's my no, new this is that's no. my new intro for us because I think so we need to get awful a bit intro. more professional. Awful intro. Except. Hello everybody, my name's Annie Potatoes and I'm joined as usual every week by the lovely Evie Jones. This is Chickstree, a history podcast all about chicks in history. Yeah, that's much better. Is that good? Sammy, you how's that? Did you like that? Middle names. Yeah, I like. love that. I loved it. I Thank loved you. It. What's your okay. middle name, Samantha? Blake, if you must know. Blake? Yes. Samantha no, Blake no Peterson. Samantha Blake Peterson. Oh. No one ever names their child middle name Blake. Well, they do, they apparently. Do. They do. It's my mum's maiden name, so. Oh, oh I love it when cute. that happens. That's like cute. Brady on Sex and the City. Steve Look, Brady. I didn't have anything name. to do with it, but it was. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? You Could were do. there. <laughs> That's true, actually. So before we uh, thank Sammy, um, go Push back now. on mute. Back in your box, please. <laughs> You can both get absolutely fucked. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> Ooh. I can cock up my arse <laughs> Oh, I nearly choked on the water. Um, now, before we get in, down to business, um, we do have a lovely guest on the show today. We'll be, we'll be playing that a bit later. It's the lovely Carla Anita Matsiazzo. Mat- Finally. Oh, oh, don't even. Shit. It's like me last week trying to say crypt analyst. And Dumb, when it, oh at the end God, of the day, it was, was just hard. crypt analyst. It's pro- I'm probably making it harder than it actually <laughs> yeah. is. Matsiazo. Uh, so, yeah, she's coming up later on in yeah. the show. Really good chat about all about a, a woman from history who is her great. No, no, don't spoil it. She's coming up later in, in the show. She's, and she's, she's great. And she's great. Yes, I wanted to, okay, before, wait, before, before we get into the show, before we get into the staffs, last week you had a riddle and you asked the listeners if they could solve the riddle. This is a riddle I've had had for 20 years. I've sat on. Say it again, just in case someone hasn't listened to last week's episode, rude, but say it anyway. The riddle goes... A man walks out his front door, turns right, turns right, turns right again, and he's at home. Where is he? So I think that I think this has been solved. 
What? Someone's Instagrammed us. A lovely listener by the name of Natalie. Natalie. Has um, sent us an Instagram message. Yeah, well, come on. She says, long time listener, first time caller. Love her straight away for that. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, I believe I have the answer to Evie's riddle. Oh, do you now, Nat, Nat? Let's go. Come on. If the man did three right turns and was home, mm. he'd be in his backyard. Mm. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's right? No. I'll preface that with I don't know the answer, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> but I don't think it's that simple, is it? Well, Natalie says, if this is not the correct answer, if this is not correct, the answer must be found and revealed yes. on next week's episode. Well, okay. well we've been have told. Have you got it, Annie? Um, I don't have it, but I actually think that's right because we're not saying he leaves his house and goes out the front and goes onto the street and turns right. He mm. comes out of his house, he turns right. Yep. He turns, turns right, right again. again down the side of the house, yep. turns right again. He's in his backyard and he's yeah, still at home. Right. Yeah, you're right. He is in his backyard. Or maybe he's in his back door. Yeah, or the back of his house. Yeah, it's just, it's the riddle. But the, sometimes you know it's when, the easiest you know when, like, answer. A riddle, okay. But, no, it's not. It's, oh, I don't know, sometimes maybe. You know, like a riddle, like. Yeah, if I had one chicken and I gave one to Sam and Sam had four goose, how many? No, no, that's a mathematical equation. No, a riddle would be something like two Australians walking across the Harbour Bridge. One is the father of the other one's son. Yeah. How are they related? Yeah. Yeah, What's the answer to that? Well, what's the answer to that? Well, it would be an easy answer like one's a a brother-in-law or something. I don't know. No. No, see, that's, maybe you're right. (laughs) The answer to that is they're married. It's a husband and wife. Right. Most people think when you say two Australians walking across the Harbour Bridge, they're two men. Men, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's the thing about riddles. It's all about in the wording. Yes. And there's always a secret. So it could be. Well, when you told me that, yes, when you told me that last time, last episode, I assumed he walked out of his house and he was walking down the street and then he turned and then he turned and how come was he still at home? Okay. Okay. Well, I will tell you something about this riddle that when the guy that told us, it was during a course that I was doing. Mm -hmm. and a lot of people just kept throwing those kind of answers out and he would go, mm-mm. And I yelled out, is he in his house? And he went, hmm. There you go. He's not in his house, you know but he's on his property. Riddle... <laughs> well, there's some riddle about um, two. Say riddle one more time. Riddle one more time. I dare. There's like, say two um names like fred and astaire yeah you know and they were found yeah, i know what a riddle in is in a puddle of water we all know and what they a turn riddle. out to be we know. goldfish right so that's what i'm thinking a man walks out his front door front door front door front door front door and then he's home front door front door <laughs> maybe it's his backyard Oh, anyway. Uh, maybe Natalie solved it. 
let us know if you agree or disagree. This is, um, yeah. uh, we'll put a little poll up maybe on the stories and say who agrees with, um, with Natalie. Natalie. Yes or no. First I do. You've got my vote, time. Natalie. Um, how have you been this week? What's been going on with you? Oh, this week has been um, stressful in, a, in an emotional way. You know, we've had a lot mm-hmm. of um, things happen in the news mm. that have really mm. triggered a lot of women. And we've had in- entertainment shows like Maths triggering Ugh. a lot of women. Um, we've had poli- political things happen that have yeah. triggered. We've had journalistic. We've had um, just mm. too many awful things this week that I think it was maybe Tuesday or Wednesday night I spoke to someone and we both agree we just had to turn everything off and go to bed because it was a day of it it was a day of shit news and Mm, mm. really frustrating things that you can't fix easily or and you know maybe aren't gonna ever get fixed while we're alive and that makes me feel really helpless and hopeless and depressed yeah yeah that's How's your week been? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's keep it light. Um, yeah, no, look, I agree. It's been a really tough week, I think, for, for everyone this week, especially, yeah, I mean, I've kind of, you, you can't get too caught up in reading the commentary of everything because it just mm. does your head in too much. Mm. And, you know, the, the victim blaming and the, you know, mm. we don't, don't, don't want to talk too much about you know, what's been happening because I think it's been covered mm. a lot and um, it's just hard to f- know where the answer lies, you know, how, how, yeah. how do you, how do we get, how do we change things? How do we start yeah. seeing change? Well, I think dialogue know? and there's a lot of great um, dialogue happening. I think having big conversations with young people. Yeah is really going to make the change because they're the ones that will be making the changes that Mm. need to be made. Yeah. If you have young people in your life, I saw my family last week and as you all know, because um, I mentioned it in last episode, but I had huge conversations with my nephew, not allowed to have favourites, but he is my (laughs) favourite. He's not just my favourite. what do you call your nephews and nieces? They're called something as a collective. Oh, I don't know. There is a collective. Hey, Siri, what's the collective for nieces and nephews? I found some web results. I'll send them to Izzy's iPhone. Oh, okay. Please. Sending them through. Where? Mm. Where, where are they? Where, where do um, they send them through? How, how do I find that? And Annie, help Where me. did he say he's sending them to? To my iPhone. Uh, I got my iPhone. Where did he put it? Don't they just bring it? Doesn't he just show it on the thing? Hey, Siri, what's the collective word for nieces and nephews? I found some web results. I'll send them to Izzy's iPhone. Okay, I've got my iPhone open this time. Okay, he's done it. Oh. Nibbling. That's it. They're called nibblings. Oh, your nibblings. So oh. siblings, nibblings. Okay. You know what? I heard that before. And I nearly said it and I didn't. Yeah, it's good. 
Um, mm. Not just that he's my favourite nibbling. He's one of my favourite humans. Yeah. Great. Awesome. So, yeah, if you have a chance to have a chat, have a chat. They're the ones. They're the ones. Anyway, um, we had a royal interview this we week, did. which was we quite boom. Yeah, lasting. you and I, you and I um, haven't spoken about it because we thought we'll we'll not we'll talk about it on the podcast because mm. um, you know. But yeah, I'm interested to get your take on it. A couple of minutes it. go. I quite like Megan. Mm. I've always liked Harry. He's a different one, isn't he? He's like my my nephew. Just you know, mm. you just look at some of them and you're like, you're you're my favorite Good human. Yeah, yeah. And I have always liked Megan, and I've always thought going in to that relationship with a royal, I was like, girl, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, good luck to you. Um, because that is an institution I certainly wouldn't want to be a part of. It's funny how many comments I saw of people going, who wouldn't want to be a princess? You know, she knew what she was getting something from. Like, mm. who wants to be a princess? Mm. No, mm. I don't know anyone. I don't know a person no. who would want to be a princess. The stories of princesses are that they're, they're sad and lonely yes, in and big empty and, castles. Yes. They're capti- capti- captivated. Cap- yeah. Captured. Captured. Yeah, so no, I believe her. Um, I believe her in what she was saying, how she was silenced. <laughs> um, I think she would have been treated quite poorly by mm. kind of an institution that don't treat people that well anyway unless I just think they are in another realm, mm-hmm. in a complete mm. other realm, that they are not the type of people that you would just have a chat to and get along. I mean, this is an institution that she needed to go into and completely um, adapt to and she didn't and not, and she shouldn't have to. And you know what? I think Harry was like, I don't even like it here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get the shit out of here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, mm. "You go, I'm good with that. Are you good with that? Yeah. He would have been like, let's, let's make our own it. money. Love let's, it. You know, I don't need any of this. I'm like, he's 16th, I think, down the line. Mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. be wrong about that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't so really what know did you works. think of it? Um, yeah, I agree. I, I believe Megan. I believe, um, you know, many similarities to her and, and princess oh, die, so you know, many. when you hear about her, um, you know, a- arriving after the wedding into their cottage. Um, and she said, you know, I, my car keys are taken from me. My passport is taken from me. My, mm. I have no access to anything anymore. And she, she really is, are like the um, Disney princesses, aren't they? Yeah. They are just, you know, and that's, they start talking about, you know, the sort of similarities between what most people in um, Britain are experiencing through lockdown, you know, they just, you can't go anywhere. She's like, even if I wanted to, I couldn't have, I couldn't have gone anywhere. Um, And the fact that she had to go to HR, she went to HR. Yeah. For, to, to complain about mental health. Health. I mean, come on. That to me is just so brutal that no one's listening to her when she's saying he's a person. I mean, calling it a firm, calling it an institution is exactly what it is. Yeah. It's very intentional as well. Yeah. You know, I think Harry, I think would cling to her because Mm. of his missing his mum, yeah. who was so loving and so anti everything that they would have 
been against. Yeah, yeah. For, sorry. Um, you know, she was so tactile with her voice. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, him, he would never feel like he fit in and he's probably like just, I've been waiting Mm, to, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. to watch your wife be treated like that, oh, oh and awful. not be able to do anything. Yeah, well, that's all he could do, right? Is get out, yep. just get yep. out, and yep. and I think it's, I think it's should be commended. Mm-hmm. I mean, amazing. You know, he's sacrificing a lot. He knows that they both are, and I think it's, I think, awesome. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's sacrificing anything. You I don't? think he's only gaining things mm. um, i think the perception is he's sacrificing he's losing a lot things. yeah he's, yeah Percep- he's, absolute perception i don't think know. he's he's losing anything no um, i think he yeah like i think he's, he's just gaining thrive. Yeah. it's true it's true his chickens they're just they're just at home you know with their chickens and their dogs and like i mean what a fa- wonderful life he's like you know having a boy and a girl the family's complete they're like we've got our chickens and our dogs and and the end yeah. like you know yeah. and we just use and our platform make our to money. make change yeah. it and to we make can change. make changes we can support whoever we want to support any charities yeah. we want to support yeah i love it the one thing i didn't like about it mm-hmm. is that it was it, the way it was the way her message was communicated now i love oprah love oprah love her yeah but I just think Megan doing an interview with Oprah just is something, there's something a bit icky about that to me. And the Would sensation. Chosen another. And yeah. can you suggest? I don't know who and I don't know how, but I just, the Oprah thing is really, and, and I know she didn't get paid for it, but um, that Megan and Harry didn't get paid for it, but Oprah um, earned $7 million from selling that to NBC mm. to CBS. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's a powerhouse. She's a powerhouse. I just think that I just don't know if that was the right mm. platform. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, because it, it opens it up to a lot of people going, oh, bloody Oprah, like yeah. mm, interviewing, you know, this yeah. this star, this, you know, mm. she's she still thinks she's a bloody movie star having Oprah interview. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're just, she opens herself up to that kind of Mm. I think she was going to open herself up to a lot of things mm. anyway. Mm. I think Oprah is a really good choice. Oprah interviewed Fergie um, back in the day. Oprah's a great interviewer. She's um, supportive and she's, she does ask the questions that we wanted answered. Yeah, she did. She um, did. She did. I've got to say. And I, I just, I love her. I just, there's something icky about it for okay. me. But right, that's, that's, um, that's, you can have that. Thank you. Um, can we talk about Mickey Rourke? No, absolutely not. Move on next. Last night. No, what did I just say? <laughs> Are we going to waste time on Mickey Rourke? We just have to, I just have to mention it because I just, I'm so confused about what he looks like these days. And he's looked like that for a long, long time. I know, what have you I just watched nine and a half weeks and then seeing the new movie with him in it last night? I watched Berlin I Love You last night, which he's yeah. in. Um, yeah. And I love those. You have seen The Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is this is next level. This is this is like he was wearing a costume. It was so confronting. His 
face and his teeth and his just all of it is so confronting. Um, and I love, I love that series of movies. There's like, you know, Paris, I love you and New York, I love you. And this is the Berlin one. And they're kind of like made to be postcards of cities and the, the movie's amazing. It makes me want to go to Berlin and, and it has oh, a lot of different kind of um, interstitials, you know, in the one movie mm. with different storylines yeah. and his storyline is, is fucking weird and <laughs> fucked up. Well, and probably good that they got him for such a weird storyline. Oh, it's just, I mean, I, I don't want to do any spoiler alerts, but watch it or not, but watch it. Um, just because I need, Is we need new? to talk about, yeah, it's new. It's just only okay. just come out. So All right. I'll um, watch it this week. Yeah. Cause I need talk someone else to week. talk to. If about you could it. all watch it, what's it Please. on Netflix? Ooh. Prime. That's right. Prime. You said last night. Amazon so it's Prime. on Amazon yeah. Prime. Everyone listening, let's all yeah. watch it. Berlin, I love you. Berlin, ich liebe, ich liebe du, I think. Then we will all chat about the next question. Or you and I will chat about it. And um, yeah, we will. will continue to listen or not. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm confused about the storyline. I'm confu- confused about why it was even included. Okay. All right. Well, um, let's just leave it at that. And I'll leave it at that. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode, which we know you probably are, let's face it, um, can you do us a favour and subscribe? Mm. Review us? Mm. What else, Evie? Give us five stars. Oh, five stars, please. Thank you. Follow us on the Instagrams as well because um, when we remember, we do put updates there. We do. Chick Street as underscore well. podcast. That's it. And um, if you want to email us, you can. Mychickstreet at gmail.com. The end. I've got someone to sing our Chicken and Our song. Ooh. I've started it? to um, collect Campaign. Chicken and Our Love it. singers. Yes. So here's one. Yeah. Uh, see if you know who this is. Okay. You better turn it up, you know. Turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah. Oh, that's Angie Kent. It is. What do you think about that? That was funky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was Angie Kent. And last week we were out with um, me Laskam. One yes. of our chicks in the now from the past. And I had this song in my head. You know when you just get um, an earworm? Yeah. And it was this, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just kept singing it. The two of them kept going, yeah, what is that song? I'm like, it's the beginning of a song. I'm sure it's like the 90s or the noughties. And it's, it was it, no music, and the music yeah. comes in after she goes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I just we all just kept doing it. Tony Piran? No. Oh. I put it out to Instagram, and someone came back with Robin, and we were like, yeah, show me love, oh. show me. But that was wrong because that one is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 The next bit goes. You love to make him like a waterfall. It's Samantha Mumba. Oh. There's something done in another before. 
Give me that baby. You're not good for me. Okay, you know the song? Yes. Oh, that's every song so from the 2000s. You're yes. not for me. <laughs> Starting from Britney down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's Okay, she, so yeah. that's actually the, this, that was the tune that Andrew tried to now to. Brilliant. And we all told her last night that we oh, were going to use that so today. Good. And her and I kept doing voice messages to each other. <laughs> and we were like, I wet the bed. I was laughing so hard oh, at how great. bad we were. She does it to me sometimes and I do it to her. You and I do it as well where yeah. you don't know, but you, one or the other knows it's good enough to go and pop it up on a story without telling the other person. <laughs> Just yes. to let people in yes. on the yeah. correct you know, the weirdness that, that is your friendship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chicken. Okay, chicken the now. So this week's chicken. <laughs> I forgot what we're doing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This week's chicken the now for me. Mm. Is it a for personal? Me? Well, for me. <laughs> for me as a pregnant woman. Yeah. For me as a woman. For yes. me as a mother. Um, is a personal one for me. <laughs> Okay, this one is a personal story. This is this chick is has had a um, what do you call it? Like we, uh, yeah. <laughs> not again. Okay, so this week's chicken the now yeah is actually an ongoing. Con- not conclusion, but it, we're still going with a story that we actually talked about weeks ago. Okay. Um, I posted about weight stigma, weight uh, fat shaming at your doctors mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how yep, dreadful it that. can be to um, for someone to go in with a medical problem and a doctor, a medical professional, not even look at your medical problem and just tell you that you're overweight and dismiss you in in a way that and and I put it out a couple of weeks ago and I got actually a huge response I um screenshot a lot of my responses and showed them just because it happens so often and the reality is a lot heavier than the the perception of it this is actually killing people because when you are ignoring a medical problem because all you see is a fat person in front of you. Mm. Um, there's so many different ways that that can end up killing someone. You're, you've either undiagnosed or you've misdiagnosed or a person has nothing wrong with them, goes away, is so sh- ashamed of how you've made them feel as mm. a human yeah. that they'll never go and see a doctor again. Yeah. Because they'd rather be mm. sick mm. than mm. feel go like a piece that. of shit. So that's there was extraordinary. A woman... I just have to say, I had no idea before you posted all that stuff about um, mm. about it a couple of weeks ago. I had no idea that was happening. No, well, why that, would that, you? That happens. You don't have a weight. You you are not a, a fat person, and you would never be looked at through the lens that mm. not just medical professionals, the the society looks at fat people as if yeah. there is um, that is the worst thing you can be. You know, that is something that they are truly um, terrified of becoming. 
and yeah. weight professionals, especially there's a wonderful doctor and I've mentioned him before. His name's Do- Dr. Joshua Woolwich and he's on Instagram. Um, follow him. He's writing an amazing book and he's doing his um, PhD and he challenges his own colleagues, known and not known, um, but industry about weight stigma. And he practices HAES, which is healthy at every size, mm-hmm. um, how weight can and cannot sometimes have anything to do with your health. Yes. Um, yes. Anyway, there was a particular woman I shared. Her name was Amanda, um, who bawling her eyes out in the car. She went and took her a really long time. She'd had a lot of um, gastrointestinal problems, Mm -hmm. pain, like Mm -hmm. chronic pain, couldn't eat kind of pain, finally got into this amazing gastro, you know what I'm going to say, ologist. And um, the first thing, when she told the doctor she couldn't eat, he said to her, well, that's probably not a bad thing, looked her up (gasps) and down when he said it. So she left. She'd waited a long time to get into this professional um, specialist. Are you joking? No. Is that really what he said? Yeah, that's exactly what he said. So she was undiagnosed then. She did a post about it. Dr. Josh Woolwich um, reposted it. Um, I reposted it. It it went quite viral, not just because of us, but obviously. Yeah. She's just reposted again yesterday or the, yeah, yesterday. And um, she found a really good GI um, Mm -hmm. who did go and um, investigate her problems. Mm -hmm. Turns out Amanda has colon cancer. So she's going through, she's about to have surgery to remove the part of her colon that has the cancer in it. And they don't know if, um, what kind of cancer it is or how yeah. bad it is, what stage yeah. it's at until they remove that. So um, I posted that and Dr. Josh posted that and made a big point of this is how it is literally killing, killing people. people. Oh my God. I hope this response okay. I got from people um, when I posted it were stories of my mother, my grandmother, my yeah, right. died. People who were telling me stories that their loved ones had died because stop. of undiagnosed. That's got to stop. What a, yeah, what it's they... got to stop. So we've got to start looking at this as a really big thing. And the first thing we can do when this happens to you is report that doctor. Yeah. We've got to hold them accountable for what they're doing because what they're doing is not just a bit of um, shaming. It's negligence. Yes. It's medical negligence. In that, that case, is 100%. Like is that, is it a time with that, that, I mean, it's a time sensitive thing, right? It's like everyone knows the earlier you catch cancer, the better your chances are. That's right. And, and you know what? It's not just that. This is a, an, another really interesting thing that you'll find interesting as a thin person, okay? Yeah. Because a lot of people, like you've just said, oh, I didn't know that was happening. Yeah. You wouldn't because you're not, you're not, and when not you exposed are fat to shamed, it. Yeah, yeah, when you are yeah. fat shamed by a, a professional, yeah. and I had a professional DM me about this, this is why we do what we do. This is why mm. we say it. Like you mm. need to understand, you know, and mm. I couldn't even respond to her because I'm like, I don't, I'm not here to educate you. You're yes. a doctor. Yes, yes. Um, but this is the one thing that I f- will say about thin pe- for thin people that you will get. And this is, it's not just f- 
fat people that it is affecting. My sister-in-law, Selena, her brother died um, six years ago, dropped dead of a heart attack five days after his 40th birthday. Mm. And I just spoke to her her and her mother about this last week. Um, He was never, ever looked at as someone who had a a heart um, disease because he was thin. Yes, yes. So it does work both ways. Yeah, if he'd yeah. been fat, the doctor yeah. would have said, oh, might want to check your cholesterol. I'm going to actually check your heart pressure, your blood pressure. And yes. Because you're a fatty. And mm. he just, never, doctors just do your job. I mean, well, that's stop, it. a general regardless. checkup. Yeah. General checkup for everyone. Weight, any weight at every mm. size, you mm. do not know. And, you know, there's an entire industry um, that is so ingrained that if you're thin, you must be healthy. Healthy. You must be healthy. But I'll tell you right now, some of the healthiest people I know are overweight. They're fat. That's because of their body shape. That mm. is not an emotion. Fat is not, um, it's a body shape. It's a shape. You're thin, yeah. I'm fat. There's yeah. nothing wrong with either of us. We're both like healthy individuals. You're tall, I'm short. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And the fact that there's an entire industries based on if you're thin, you must be healthy. You know, I know people who run wellness camps, well, fitness um, things, that, you know, so unqualified, number yes. one. Yes. But these are people who simply believe that they are healthy because they are thin. thin. These are the same friends of mine who are snorting cocaine every single weekend but will not put a vaccination in their children. Yes. Like yes. don't even get me started on this kind of thing. It's very yep. personal for me. But mm. when you see something like what happened to Amanda, um, in the, she's in the UK, I sent her a message not expecting any response and I got just a thank you very much and every I saw her post and so many people I know went on her post and sent her love publicly. Oh, that's so good. I was just so proud, so proud, yeah. you yeah. know, that yeah. she has got that kind of, and she has got a doctor now that is going to kick that literal ass cancer in the ass. Good. So here's to Amanda and a fucking speedy, really positive outcome. Okay, so this week we have another very special guest. Like we said, we're going to be doing some guests every now and then. Today we have the amazing, now listen to this name because it's brilliant, Carla Anita Mats. Oh, oh shit. Matiazzo. I hope I, no. anyway, you can correct oh. me. Anyway. Matiazzo? Matiazzo. Matiazzo or Matiazzo? Matiazzo. She can, she can correct one. us in a second. But she can Carla is an award-winning cabaret artist. She's a writer, a producer, a podcaster. And I saw on her Twitter bio, it says et cetera, et cetera. So we need to get her to elaborate on what the et cetera, et cetera means because she might have some hidden talent she's not sharing. Her um, show, The Cachelorette, which she'd worked on for two years, premiered in January 2020. And we all know what happened soon after January 2020. 
Might have been her fault. Um, she was already mm. 20 shows in uh, at the Adelaide Fringe and bloody COVID hit. She had to cancel her shows and she's just returned to the Adelaide Fringe for 2021, which she just finished a round of shows. Her show, The Catchlorette, is all about dating and how that there's always a catch. Welcome, Carla Anita Matiazzo. Hello. Is that right? Yeah, look, it was good. All you need to do is pronounce every letter and you're fine. Matiazzo. Yeah, brava. You did well, good. Brava, brava. Z, is it? Oh, it depends what mood I'm in, Evie. Like (laughs) Like pizza or like pizza? Matiazzo. Yeah, Matiazzo. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, beautiful. Um, so, Carla, how devastating yeah. for you and your show being cancelled because of bloody COVID. What, what, how, what, tell us what, I mean, that must have sucked. Yeah, it was fucking shit. Um, so, am I allowed to swear? Didn't even Fucking know if you are, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, within a fortnight, my nine month season had just evaporated oh. uh yes and then at the end of last year we tried to put it out again a couple of times because Ooh. Adelaide was in a weird little limbo space oh, yeah, uh, yeah but then again that didn't work because it just didn't work because everyone was still you know yeah no one wanted to go scared. anywhere so yeah yeah mm-hmm. it was and I just because my shows ha ha funny I didn't want people expelling liquids and air on top yeah. of each other in um, Fair enough. in the spaces in which I use, really. So, yeah, look, I think once the first initial fortnight was done with and I grieved that, any other cancellation due to COVID, I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yep. Okay, yep. no worries. I think yep. once I'd got that initial fortnight out of the way where the whole nine months went to shit, mm. uh, I was okay. So Yeah. 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 Not ideal, like, but everyone yeah. was in the same position. Yeah, like so many people it helped. I think it helped that everyone was kind of in the same position because mm-hmm. it wasn't like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. It was happening to everyone. To so it, it actually made everyone kind of chill a little bit. And did it help you get the show fine-tuned? Yes, there's definitely new parts in the show. There's... Uh, a different vibe and execution overall. I think because I lost nine months, the show that I just, like the season I just did at the Adelaide Fringe, I felt like I was an energy bunny ready to fucking go, uh, which was lovely, which was great. Um, yeah, look, the fine tuning was there. It gave me actually time to get into the podcast world. I would not mm-hmm. have done that. Thanks to my yeah. cousin who was like, you've got to, start thinking about other things that you can do that will support the cabaret stuff once it gets uh going so i've been so enriched by doing my podcast meeting you two beautiful women learning Mm. from everyone's life experiences has just been gorgeous i've absolutely loved it Mm. there's always a silver lining isn't there Mm. yeah your podcast catch and friends Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Evie and I have both both been on that, and um, it's great. It's a good little exploration of like people's mm. 
love lives and it takes lots of tangents and goes kind of, you know, goes everywhere, which is great. And, you know, and I, and some of the episodes are just, it's, it's fascinating how people love, you know, and how people Mm -hmm. learn love and, and navigate love. And it's so interesting listening to stories. How different people are and yet how similar people are. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got to, I've got to say when I first saw your title for the show, the Catchelorette. I actually, you know how, I mean, it's called that because you say there's always a catch with mm-hmm. love, right? And your show is kind of based on those catches that, that you have come across throughout your dating life. But I actually thought, I, I thought it was saying that you were a catch. Yeah, see, I like that spin. And I yeah. never took it. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way but I that's like what it. i thought it was and i'm gonna keep it yeah keep it because it. you are a catch and yep. you are I'll the catchlorette and yep. i love it because oh that's kind thank you you're you know yeah you're claiming that shit i love it because we yep. are there are so many amazing women who are catches and so <laughs> many um so many so many so many and I heard this quote the other day I think I told Evie that men meet amazing women all the time and women invent amazing men all the time that's a good one that's one to to have a little think about all right we're just going to do a quick a quick fire round of questions and then you can tell us what you've been up to lately as well before we get into your chickstery so we'd like to know Carla, what's the last podcast you listened to? Yesterday, I listened to Fake Doctors, Real Friends. That's what I listened to. Tell us about about. So that's uh, Scrubs. So it's uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison, and they go through each episode of Scrubs, and they go through so many fucking tangents. Uh, It's great. That would be good. That would be so good. Yeah, it's hilarious. And Donald uh, is usually... High, yeah. Cost, so <laughs> he's, he's very enjoyable. Oh, I have to give that um, a listen. Yeah, it's good. It's good fun. It's good fun. It's just a good laugh. They lift your spirits. It's it's really good. Fantastic. Oh, good. I, I'm I'm listening to um a podcast at the moment that's going over kind of the um Sex and the City um seasons for oh, Sentimental Garbage, and it's Dolly oh, Alderton and Caroline O'Donoghue, and it is giving me so much joy and and I'm reliving Sex and the City through their kind of lens. They are hilarious. Um, they're normally a little bit tanked as well, so it's it's mm. funny yeah, and right. they they just it's like you were sitting, you know, at the at a at brunch with your friends talking about Sex and the City. They quote it all the things that we quote, they quote the same, you know, the same things and um, it's brilliant. So yeah. I'd recommend that if you uh, if you like the older episode recaps. What's the last song you listened to? Oh, some French thing. Wee wee. Fray B and. You know how you can go on Spotify and get those. Uh, you put in like French or Italian, yes. and it comes up with like French yeah. cafe or whatever. Yeah. It was that playlist. Right. The oh, cafe I playlist. love that French cafe playlist. Yeah. It was I on play it that often. a sunny day. Yeah, you I know. play that often. I love it. What's the last TV show you watched? Oh, Friends. Oh. I rewatched that so much. Okay. That's all right. That's all right. I, I've actually missed Friends. Like, 
when it was oh. when it came out. So I'm still watching episodes I've never seen before. But so nothing oh, is in right. chronological order for me because right. you know I only see it when it's on TV. So I get yeah. it when it's there, and I'm like, oh, I didn't mm. know Charlie Sheen was in an episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the other night, and he was yeah. scratching with um, freebie. So you haven't been invested in the story arc of. The characters and no yeah. and i've gotten it got it too late it's just homophobic it's transphobic it it's mm, yes mm, you yes. know mm-hmm. it's Ro- ross is a complete like, weak yeah. piece of shit and i'm just like what yeah. where's the appeal in this man yeah mm. but it's very well written and very well delivered so i do i, I do get what it what they were trying is. to do then oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah incredible yeah. but yes you are spot on evie with when I, yeah, there's definitely times where I go, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, that hasn't yeah. aged well. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a little differently well. these days. Yeah. 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 Correct. What's the last thing that gave you joy? Last night, going to see my friends' shows. Oh, Literally, I was thinking this as I was walking to uh, the first one because I saw two last night. As I was walking to the dance one that I went to go see. I would literally, I was thinking in my head, I fucking love my life. I get to go see all this awesome shit. Mm, Yeah, literally that's what I was thinking as I was walking to the dance show. And, you know, just to bring the mood down, we'll just take that joy right away from you now. What's the last thing that was a kill joy? Money. Uh, Yeah. Money. Oh, Having to. There's not enough, is there? Yeah. Especially when you're an artist, a struggling artist. You yes. need to get a nice investor. We'll just yeah, throw money good? at you. Well, yeah, if anyone's that's... listening and wants to invest in a brilliant cabaret show, oh, yes. thanks, hit yes. Carla up. Exactly. Thanks, Amy. That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, so tell us your, so you, you've just finished your, the Adelaide Fringe for 2021. Yes. I've got to say also, I forgot to mention the show was actually, actually a winner of Best Cabaret Weekly <gasps> Award 2020. Yeah, well, so which was Norse. So you are it's an award-winning Kepra artist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but you're still doing shows, right? Yes. So um, something I love about the Adelaide Fringe is that usually, and there's not as many this year as uh, there were in previous years, delegates from other festivals around Australia and people that run production companies and people that run venues come to the Adelaide Fringe specifically to fill their books with acts. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's been a couple of uh, tours offered, a country essay tour, and then I'm in negotiations with Brisbane, Melbourne, and I think that's it for now. Yes. Yeah, unreal. We'll have to see you come to Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, I will. Oh, I'll be telling fucking everyone. You know, I'm a whore on socials, so yeah, it'll be. Good. You are. I don't <laughs> think you do anything else than be on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. you I post it all the fucking time. You are. Yep. Uh, it's like as soon as we we send out a chicks repost or something, you are on it. You are like, yeah, boom, double tap. Yeah. <laughs> we love it we love the support so the idea of having you on today is so that you can tell us all about a chicken history and yeah someone who has influenced you or blown your hair back as we like to say or inspired you or inspired you someone that you hate 
Um, is this the, is the chick that you have selected? Do you know this chick? Is it a person? I that... did know her. She is now deceased. So okay, I know okay. Her. but you do know her. Okay, we'll, we'll take it away. Take it away. Cool. So I interject as you see fit. I actually might need you to oh, do some will. fast maths as well. Uh, okay. okay. Some stage. Sounds interesting. We're really good at that. Um, we have we yes, have a yes. we have we have another person that's part of the show called Siri, and um, Siri normally yes. helps us out with those questions. So excellent, excellent. Okay, so this lady mm -hmm. was my great grandmother on my mum's side. Amazing. Now, before I decided to do her, even though when you asked me, she was the first woman that came to my mind. I don't particularly enjoy the majority of people on that side of the family. So I just uh -huh. want to put that disclaimer out, out, out straight away, yeah. but that's fine. She's still awesome. So that's why she achieved so much in her life and she overcame a lot of obstacles and challenges. That's why I love her obviously. And she influenced me in a lot of ways. And sometimes I think back on her when I need strength and I need to, um, not man up. That's a terrible term. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know exactly what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah. 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 Okay. Woman up. When you got to put your big girl pants on. That's yeah. it. That's it. Brilliant. Okay. So her name is Maria Morelli. Her maiden name was pretty close to her married name, actually. I only found this out a couple of days ago. It was Maroney. So there's only ah, a couple of letters. Morelli Maroney. Yeah. Maria Maroney. <laughs> Maria Marone. We need a song, don't we? We yeah, just, we don't. Think we just got one. <laughs> I mean, unless, you know, you want to change no, it. You're the, it. You're the musician. Please. No, 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 no. Evie, I, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> so she was born in Teglio, Italy on the 23rd of August, 1902. Now here's where the fast mm. maths comes in. Mm. Okay. So get ready. 1902, mm. yep. so 1902 was when she was born and then she died on the 27th of April, 1995. So I know that it's, she was in the nineties. I just, I can't remember if it was 94 or 96. So she's 97. Three. Three. <laughs> what? <laughs> if she was born in 1902, yeah. And she died in 95. Oh, yeah. We were minus that from that. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, she's yes. 93 when she died. Right. Or she might not have been because of birthdays in a year. Yeah. Yeah. And when? I reckon maybe you... it was 94. Yeah. Let's say she was 94. Let's say she was in her 90s. You picked on our mathematical skills straight off the bat. Straight away. No, you knew exactly where to hit us in the guts. Yeah, sorry. I'm not good at maths either. So yeah. I needed to rally with you guys there. Oh, we rallied. We rallied. <laughs> so she, in Italy, she was uh, from a, she married into wealth. Uh, her husband owned a lot of, um, from what I understand and from my memory, if it serves me correctly, uh, he owned factories in Italy. Mm -hmm. However, side note about my great-grandfather, and this is something that's hush-hush in the family because, oh. you know, we can't paint men in a terrible light, can mm. we? No. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so he was a bit of a slut. So he, he, he liked many people. Like, yeah. So well, he was a gigolo, right? 
Italian gigolo. Yeah, yeah, typical, typical Italian male is all I'm going to say there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So in Italy, she was in the upper class. She had five kids, one of which died at a young age. And again, I don't have that information, but her name was Carla. And apparently I was named after her. Mm, mm, Not sure if I was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so she had five children, one of which is my grandmother on my mum's side. So when Nonna Maria's husband died of tuberculosis, Mm -hmm. she decided to come to Australia because back in those days, uh, all the wealth obviously went to the brothers of uh, my great grandfather's family. Mm. I don't, again, no details onto why exactly that happened, but I guess that's something that would have been pretty usual. Stock standard. Yeah. 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 Uh, so don't she worry can't... about the woman and the five kids. No, fucking, just, yeah. yeah no, fuck her. No. Nah, doesn't we'll need anything. Need any money? Girl. No, no, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> so then Norna decided to come to Australia and she didn't speak any English, no English at all. And she had only four kids at that time. So by the time she came Mm. to South Australia, she didn't have Carla. Carla had died. Mm. So she taught herself English when she was here Mm. while obviously looking after the kids. Wow. And then at some stage during her journey, she became the owner and runner of a boarding house on Hindley Street in South Australia. Mm. Now, Hindley Street has a terrible reputation now, but yeah. it is mm. not, it wasn't that kind of street back in uh, when my Norna was running the boarding house. So there would be uh, a lot of traveling men a lot of the time uh, that were traveling around Australia, salesmen, or even it would be their first stop for single people that have come from overseas before they found their Um, own accommodation and own homes and stuff like that. So she would have seen many a rich story. Uh, Mm -hmm. She would have met some very interesting characters. And because my grandmother, my Nonna, she -hmm. was one of two girls uh, and then she had two older brothers, my great grandmother had to be very strong in protecting them because obviously in those days there was, you know, as we still have these days, but girls needed to be, and they were both very beautiful mm. um, young women. Yes. Uh, they had to be uh, quite protected there, especially From with the so creeps. many men. Mm. Yeah, so many men coming in and out of a boarding house. Yes. And then uh, to make some more money, uh, my great-grandmother decided to start to make grappa. And back then, oh, grappa faces, was illegal. Both, both yes. of our faces was like, oh, yum, yum, yeah. yum, yum, yum. So wow. back then, that was illegal. You couldn't yes. pay. What, that sh- was, a alcohol, was it during prohibition or was it homemade alcohol? Was it uh, illegal or was it grappa? It might have been all three, Evie. I don't know. But I remember all, all I remember is that, yeah, she, it was illegal and she got arrested. Yeah, I would say so, the prohibition, yeah. you weren't allowed to yeah. make and sell any yeah. selling of alcohol or making of alcohol. You didn't have a license, mm. you know. No, nah, she wouldn't have had a license. Even, no, she, she just, 
Ooh, doing, it from the, doing it from the car Even if you had a licence during Prohibition, you weren't allowed. The yeah. alcohol yeah. just well, wasn't allowed. Right. Yeah. yeah, so. Which is, I love this story. Uh, yeah, so she oh. was smoking <laughs> grappa. She got arrested. I bet it was good too. Yeah. <laughs> Probably was. Uh, and from that, because my... Uh, her two sons, sorry, her two sons were old enough to look after themselves, right, mm-hmm. at that stage. Mm-hmm. Whereas my grandmother, my nonna and her sister were still quite young. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, during that time, that nonna was locked, my great-grandmother, sorry, was locked up for making grappa. My grandmother and my great-auntie were put into an orphanage. Mm-hmm. And that orphanage actually ended up being where I studied my education degree. Oh, my God. Wow. Weird. And my, my uh, grandma did not come to my graduation because it was on those grounds. Oh they had God. a horrific time with the nuns. Oh, my God. That, that would bring back so many bad memories. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Terrible memories. Terrible, oh, terrible memories. Wow. And so it's funny. I don't know how you two feel about this. But sometimes when I'd walk in a room for a lecture or whatever mm. at that place, I'd feel weird. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if it was because I already had that history and I knew mm. uh, that story from uh, my mm. nonna and my great auntie. Mm. Yeah. There'd be I rooms reckon, there, I, I think. So. I reckon whether you'd know or not, your gut is... Well, you're tuned into it as well. very. You know? Yeah. It's energy. It would have been such... I mean, even if you didn't have that connection, who knows how many other people were getting those feelings as well? Like, it was an orphanage with probably some traumatic damage done in there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the, the, the energy... That would be still there. Yeah, it reminds me um, of in Sydney, the quarantine station. Have you ever done Mm. that um, ghost, the ghost tour you can do, the quarantine station in Sydney on North Head? And that that is this, like I've never seen, you know, they say that there's ghosts and people have written in a book to say what, you know, their experiences. But there's there's this, there are certain buildings and places you go, like the um, the hospital and Mm. some of the rooms, and there is just a energy about it. You yeah, know, feeling. you can just, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's, it's I science. I mean, a lot of people yeah. think it's due, you know, it's made up stuff, but we are all gray matter at the end of the day, you mm-hmm. know, everything that's is true. moving and is alive. So that's just, Oops. you know, it's a, it's an, you know, it's a vibe. It's Marvo. It's, it's a yeah. vibe. Yeah. There was one story that my uh, grandmother told me about that orphanage where my great auntie who was younger than her wet the bed once because she was so stressed and sad and whatever. And she was young. She was a little girl. Yeah. And what they did was the nuns got her bed, like her soiled bed sheets, hung them out over the balcony and then beat her with a wire brush. Like that's the shit that was going on. Oh, that's awful. Isn't that horrendous? Just fucking horrendous. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So if that was the only story, and I'm sure there would have been other stories that my Norna chose not to Mm. tell me because they would have been too too harrowing. Mm. Um, 
yes. So it's, it, it is very interesting how you do walk into a space and you think, Oh, mm, I've yeah. even walked into, there was the crucible once uh, that was played in one of the old jails in Adelaide mm-hmm. and just walking into that space. I was like, Oh fuck. I don't yeah. like being here. Yeah. yeah, you definitely know. I went to a uh, concentration camp in Germany and, oh, wow. you know, it was just, it was palpable feeling of it, the mm-hmm. air. And mm-hmm. as soon as you're out of it, it changed. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot to be said about that. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, just not going to say it right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a lot. But there is a lot to be said. <laughs> Yes, there is very much so. So in regards to my great grandmother, Nona Maria Morelli, she, what I loved about her and what I think back on, and I've touched a little bit about it, touched on it a little bit before, was she was very sure of herself. I think through all of her experiences and her travel and having to build her life here, learn a completely different language, look after four children uh she was a very tough woman and you knew exactly where you fucking stood with her Mm -hmm. if she didn't like something she would tell you Mm -hmm. so there were definitely people that found her polarizing Mm -hmm. because she was such a strong woman which is something that i love and i Mm -hmm. feel i polarize people because i'm very comfortable within myself and that's been years and years and years and years of uh, life experience and choosing to work out exactly who I am and what I'm about and how I want to conduct myself and how I want to treat other people. I think she was a, a really um, big influence there, especially at a young age. She was very encouraging of all my performing arts stuff. She would love it when at a very young age, I would have very deep conversations and and stick to my opinion at a little uh, as a little girl at Mm. apparently five years old I would be very sure of what I felt about something Mm -hmm. um, and I'd be quite happy to go to and fro with her and apparently one of her sons before he died of cancer I would do the same thing because he was a lawyer so he loved that combativeness Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. um So she influenced me in that way. And another story which just indicates the type of woman she was and the fiery aspect to her personality. One of her sons uh, was a boxer for a while uh, and boxed Mm -hmm. uh, professionally. And when she found that out, she apparently tipped a whole pasta pot of boiling water on him and told him, don't you fucking ever box again. My sons are not going to be boxers. Yeah. Oh, so wow. she was a fucking tough cookie. She was a wow. tough cookie. Well, he yeah. couldn't. He was burnt for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking sure. Wow. Fucking that's, that's a fiery Italian woman. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It is. Wow. And then so tough. she had obviously the four kids and then my nonna, had five kids and then I'm one of maybe 15 grandkids, maybe, wow. maybe, wow. maybe, 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 I, I get yeah, maybe. So yeah. what's Christmas like at your place? Yeah. Well, good <laughs> question, Annie, yeah. because I don't, like Norna died a long time ago, mm. like my great grandmother. Mm. 
and in 2016, there was a family situation that occurred, which removed myself, my dad and my brother from the family. So, oh. yeah. So, and I oh. made a cabaret show about it. So oh, uh, I, I, that was my therapy. It was what very was it dark. Called? That's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was very dark. So it started from the event and then went all the way through to present day and how I got myself back together and found myself again outside of the constructs and the limitations of a controlling family. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Christmases used to be, Annie, yes. they used to be big. They used to be loud. I do mm-hmm. miss that community, but mm. I don't miss the majority of those people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. They're out of your life. Yes, yes. Destructive to say the least. Yeah, right. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. That's yes. a shame. But boundaries and that's that's, that's right. a good lesson to have. Yes. There's only a couple, um, a few that I've come back in contact with that were my best friends from obviously when I was born. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we hold very sacred and mm-hmm. we have chosen to have, sorry, pardon me, that relationship outside of the bullshit. Yep. I think it's so very important to set boundaries yep. when you are being destroyed and mm. not valued and mm. yeah, yeah absolutely that's blood, Sorry blood or that. not yeah. yes yeah. yes you need yes. to set boundaries yes. for, with people that treat you badly yeah correct yeah. good correct. on you good on Thanks, you baby. thank you and that's you know your great nonna would be very proud of you for yeah. probably being headstrong and yeah. sticking to yeah. your guns and sticking up for yourself and, and taking a stance on i think know. she would also be like what the fuck is everybody else doing what yeah. Right. Yeah, Do right. you feel her when during those kind of conflicts and everything? And like you were saying, you know, how she loved, well, no, there was your grandmother that you would have arguments with or was it your great grandmother? No, it's the great grandmother. Yeah, yeah. So do yeah, you, history, yeah. do you feel her still? Like when it's, you're, it's in interesting kind of- that you say that there's definitely times where I feel like Nona Maria is around and my dad's mother actually as well because she was quite a tough lady in other ways um and she had a lot of limitations on uh, her life just because of you know family dynamics and all that kind of stuff um but yeah both my great-grandmother nonna maria and then nonna anna my dad's mother they were both very tough strong women uh yeah, I do. And and my um, great auntie, who I mentioned before, who was in the orphanage, mm-hmm. she had a really big spirit and um, she was very funny and she was very quick-witted. So there are a few women that are unfortunately no longer with us mm-hmm. that I definitely do either try and think of what they, what advice they would give me mm-hmm. or how would they act in that situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good question, Evie. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. And it's not something I've ever really admitted to anybody Mm -hmm. before. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I I think it'd be a guiding. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And because I'm not like, I'm not Catholic anymore. As you both know, we've both spoken about that before. Um, I think taking strength from, 
those women who have forged forward and created lives mm. against adversity and against hardship mm. is, yeah, I think something that is quite comforting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You would definitely be influenced by, by, by them and continue to be. Mm. I know that like, you know, we spoke about this when I did your podcast, but my, my father, my father's Italian. Um, so I grew up in, um, a massive Italian family on his side and going to, you know, my auntie's place for lunches and um, having big family, you know, dinners and, you know, that big Italian family vibe, you know, until my, my dad um, passed away in, um, in 2000, but we most more when I was a a younger, um, when I was younger, but I, I just remember the women, I only remember the women being, you know, always busy, always making sure everyone was okay, cooking, you know, getting everything prepared, being in the kitchen afterwards, cleaning up, you know, you'd go to them for everything. And the men just seemed to kind of, I don't know, just sort of vanish, like vanish in the background in my memories. They weren't even part yeah, of my... I think that's a lot of women. Yeah, that's yes. a lot cultures. of women in general. Yes. Yeah. You know, it doesn't On matter... My- Sorry, men, you, you men, you don't think, you know, the women, are, they really are running the world. They're getting the shit done. <laughs> getting the shit yeah. done. You know, yeah. cooking the meals for 20 people at lunch yeah. and, and yeah. looking after all the kids and getting all the drinks for the kids yeah. and entertaining them. And yep. it's insane. And the men just sit in, you know, the, the, good, the good living room. Yes, you know, yeah. that has the plastic on the couches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drinking their grappa and talking shit. Yeah. I think on my you dad's know? side, that was very much the case. Romano mm. would be very much certain time of the day, sit at the table and expect dinner to be there, yeah. which I can't stand. That's mm. something mm. that mm. I've fought against mm. myself very much so and something that, if I ever get into a relationship again, because as you both know, I've been single for probably six years or so. Yeah. Uh, so if I ever get into a relationship again, it's very much going to have to be a team effort. Good. I'm not interested in being the subservient yeah. woke woman. I'm not yes. doing that. Yeah. Not doing yeah. it. But Good. On, yeah, no, I'm not doing Boundaries. it. Boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> on mum's side, though, I have to say it was quite good to see um, uncles and my dad everybody would get up um, and help with dishes afterwards. Everybody would, everybody would do that. So it was interesting to see, even though um, they were both Italian Mm. or all grandparents, Italian, French, Mm. Croatian, um, everybody on mum's side would get up and help. Whereas dad's side, no, Mm. no. Dad would, but none of the other males None of the other, no. Yeah. He probably got a hard time for it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you doing? Well, that's a fabulous story about Nona Maria. Maria Maria Morello. Thank you for listening. Oh, thank you you for telling us about her. Thanks for sharing. I love love her. She's a fiery woman and I love a fiery woman. Do we know how long she spent in prison? I think... It was only, now I could be really wrong here, but I think from, from memory, it was only a f- maybe a couple of months and my okay. two great uncles went to the orphanage and used to give my grandmother and my great aunt food through the front gate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for telling us about her and coming onto our 
wee little podcast. I don't know why I did that in there. Wee little podcast. You just went Scottish for a minute there. We're our Scottish podcast. <laughs> Not affiliated with Scotland at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, and best of luck with the rest of your shows as well. Thank you. And we can't wait to be able to come and see you in the flesh. Thank you. Evie and I should we should road trip to, to um, Adelaide. Adelaide's the best. I've, I've really? had, I, I yeah, love I've Adelaide been. so much. So, yeah, we should. We should. Well, well we should just I've fly got... over with the half price bloody flights that are going on at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I need to yes. get on that as well. I yes. definitely need to. Well, don't that. fly out when we're flying in or anything. <laughs> I <laughs> five no, you at the no, airport. Bye. What, bye. Yes, we we, 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 oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, We're going to Hindley Street to have a good time. I've got a spare room with a brand new queen size bed in it. Oh, we, oh Evie and I have shared for beds me. before. Uh, no, we can't share beds anymore. That'll be good for me. Annie can find something else. No, Annie can't sleep <laughs> with me anymore because I snore so <laughs> dreadfully. So and badly. Annie can't wear earplugs because her. Her, she's got very small holes, which is weird. Oh, oh, Do I? Um, I think you just made that up. Holes, honey. Well, I don't know why, but you always go, oh, that hurts. It hurts to wear them. So what like else is it. the reason? I just don't like having something in my ears well, when I'm yeah. sleeping. Put up with my snoring then. What would you rather? What's more painful? What would Stop you rather? snoring then. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, forgot Carla was here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. God, welcome, welcome to our personal life, Carla. Sorry, um, Yeah, thank yeah, you so well, much. We will put um, your Instagram handle, of course. So if you're listening now, you can just go and um, click on Carla. And if you're in Adelaide, please, please go and see her show. Yes. Um, but listen to her podcast. Give her a follow. Send us some love. <laughs> Carla, thank you for being here. Thank, Thank you. you for having me, ladies. It's been a pleasure. Oh, you're, you're welcome. welcome. Look at you. You've got to the end. So if you're still listening, I'm just going to give you a few little credity bits. Executive producers of this podcast is me, Evie Jones, and of course, Annie Potatoes. But we've also got Sam Peterson. He's our producer, our editor, our wine boy, our whipping boy. He does everything. And he's also got a great podcast called Confessions of the Idiots. You know, if you all listen to us, we appreciate you. Follow us on Instagram at chickstreet underscore podcast. And you can email us at mychickstreet at gmail.com.